Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday. I almost said Tuesday. Uh, it's one of those weeks. Uh, a little after 10 in the morning. Just getting started out of the second meeting already of the day. 20 minutes from the third meeting of the day. One of those uh, one of those days is good. It's good to have a bunch of stuff on your counter and uh, hopefully you can get a lot of stuff accomplished in those meetings. Um, that's the biggest thing is, is making sure um, the right things are done and the right follow-ups are made and all that good stuff. Um, so a lot going on since we last uh, got together here. Um, a lot more work by me on social, just trying to expand and talk more about what we're doing. Um, talk more about how we can or I can help people. Um, you know, trying to put in um, 51% to get the 49 out, right? To kind of quote some Gary Vaynerchuk there. Um, but having a lot of fun doing it. Um, doing a lot of better job for myself of mapping out my day of what I'm doing, the goals. Um, you know, some of the things that I see a lot of other people um doing is just making that time and, and having a plan with that time because time is limited right so um just a couple tidbits for um, those listening and interested in kind of seeing how um i'm trying to do more um and also looking for feedback on what else can be done right um you know what else can i do to help you guys listening um what can i do to make this more interesting more fun more interactive all that sort of stuff so um cool call it feature use it ask questions um just and i think i'm gonna start breaking this out more um in terms of what i talk about so that if you're not interested you can skip it go to the next section uh kind of makes more sense right to not you know speaking in, in terms of time it's important to everybody giving time back if you guys are like man this is super boring and he's going to talk for another five minutes how do i skip forward so we're going to try to keep it all fun interactive and not boring but you know not everyone loves sports as much as i do or loves k-12 education or loves social media stuff or um you know things like that so we'll break this up more during the day um a couple you know minute snippets at a time and just see where it goes from there so um, that's what we'll do. Uh, I think today I'm going to go uh, sports stuff and then some tech and K-12 stuff and then kind of epiphany management group stuff, what we're working on, what I've been doing this week, um, and some cool videos and other social things we're doing. So sports, tech, tech ed, epiphany management group. All right. You'll see those four sections coming up uh, right after the break. I'm a big sports guy. Kind of spent my early years growing up playing a bunch of different sports. Worked in, I was going to say worked in the industry. I was 17, but that counts. Um, worked for the Detroit Tigers for a couple years. Uh, worked while in school at Ohio State for um, the Ohio State uh, football team for two and a half years. Um, got more into a personal story than it is a sports what's going on so um but you know it's what it is um so really and now that I have kids you know interested in sports and playing soccer which i never played before um a lot going on but you know always a big sports fan we're a big sports family my wife played sports in high school so we end up uh, having the tv on sports more than anything else so 
let's see. Uh, World Series. I'm rooting for the Astros. Uh, simple. Justin Verlander there is there. So being a Tigers fan, I had this conversation on Twitter uh, with Mike Thorpe yesterday. Um, feelings are torn a little bit seeing him play for somebody else. But at the end of the day, you know, a guy who gave his all for my team for a number of years deserves to go win a win a championship. So hoping he gets that chance. And on the other side, Curtis Granderson is playing for the Dodgers, so it's a win-win from the Tigers fan uh, standpoint. Um, big Ohio State football fan, obviously being from Columbus, Ohio. Um, I'm not one of those guys to say it's you know, completely sacrilegious if you don't follow Ohio State football, but um, being an alumni and working for the team, and uh, you know, obviously we follow it pretty heavily here. So big game this weekend. Um We'll see if the weather holds out, um, but I think Ohio State will be fine against Penn State. We'll find out. We'll all find out by about eight o'clock on Saturday night whether it's going to be a good weekend or a bad weekend. Kind of carries that kind of weight around here in Columbus. So unfortunately, uh, what else is going on? Nothing really in Penguins and I'm a see. This is weird. I should probably tell a story. So I was a front runner when I was eight years old. Uh, actually, older than that, nine years old. Um, so that's why I like the Buffalo Bills and the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Chicago Bulls. Um, so those teams were all good in 1992 when I was nine. Um, but I've kind of sucked a little bit since then, except for the Penguins have been good the last couple of years. The Bulls were good in the 90s. I guess I shouldn't say that. Um, but in the last 18 years, other than the Penguins. So those seasons are too early to complain about the Bulls and how bad they are. Talk about the Penguins. I mean, they'll be playing until June. It's crazy to think about. Um, so, yeah. So, excited about I'm a baseball guy at heart. Excited about the World Series. Um, enjoy watching it. Uh, enjoy. Uh, still a little late for the eight-year-old. I know he'd like to stay up and watch it, but make him go to bed for school. But, uh, you know, um, hoping the Astros win. We'll see. And um, so that is the sports section. Hopefully, if, if you weren't interested, you can stop skipping now. Another interlude coming. Uh, what I say on the back end? tech tech and, and then education tech so talk a little bit about uh kind of what's going on out there and what i see and, and then finish it up with what epiphany's doing all right i know i said i'm going to separate tech and ed tech and epiphany into three sections but i'm just gonna make this one long section because i looked at my calendar and said hey you've only got eight minutes to your meeting uh and i want to get this done before i i get distracted and into something else so uh, tech stuff. I mean, there's a ton going on there. It seems like everything's kind of um, huddled around cybersecurity. It's kind of interesting. It happens to be cybersecurity month, but um, there's a ton of news out there around malware and ransomware. And I think what's interesting to me is the fact that no longer are small organizations, nonprofits, K through 12s, um, you know, people at home. Uh, no longer are we safe from the big fears we had when we walked into our big corporate jobs and what the IT guys there were telling us, right? Before it was, you know, large viruses and, you know, don't click on these emails and there's really not a Nigerian prince looking to send you a million dollars and those things were primarily simple to notice where now, you know, there was one today that affected millions of people um, in Europe and then spread into the U.S. a little bit too where it was an Adobe Adobe executable file, right? Um, that I know, um, you know, my family's not listening to this. 
I know that my family would just go click on it, right? And in fact, whatever computers were on that same network and all heck breaks loose and things are held hostage and all that sort of stuff. And I think, you know, I was interacting with someone on Twitter today. Uh, again, Twitter handle at Ryan Falk, F-A-L-K, um, about K-12. He's actually built a cyber, a K-12 cyber incident map, right? Five years ago, we were talking about firewalls, and it was one of those things where it was more to protect the students from getting something bad than something penetrating the network. Um, it was a part of it, but it wasn't, you know, the main focus. And now you've got large organizations overseas, I'll call them pirate organizations, really, that are taking over information, and they don't care who, where, and what it is. If it's important, they're going to take it, and they're going to hold it ransom. So it it's not just... Um, you know, your big hospitals, big banks, and big corporations anymore, which is scary. Um, and what are organizations doing about it? Right? So kind of tie this to K through 12 and, and my work at Epiphany Management Group, you know, we're, we're the IT directors for some school districts that have less than 300 students in it, right? Small district, small IT staff, small IT budget, what are they going to do? Um, they're going to have the same situation. As, as I said, these pirates don't care. You know, these people doing these things from a ransomware standpoint don't care how big the organization is. There's money to be had in each organization. Um, the same way that the, you know, um, prince and monarchy from Africa are sending millions of dollars and all they need is your bank account to drain your funds, right? They're doing that to, to anybody. So now they're going to do it to organizations that are big, small schools, nonprofits, all that sort of thing. So timing is, you know, better be lucky than good, I guess. Um, we've launched Backup as a service that is so caught, I mean, it's incredibly cost-effective for an organization with no IT staff to we, we can set it up and run it remotely. So if you look at um, kind of that extra bit of insurance or security to hold on and secure data that's important to the organization, that if you get hit with a ransomware, it's as easy as saying, okay, you can have my data, I'll just get rid of your um, executable file, get rid of the bad stuff that you've infected and revert back to where everything was sitting yesterday and all my data is still there. I don't have to pay a ransom. I don't have to pay that fee to get what I already own back. So, um, you know, timing is kind of everything, right? Um, we've launched that and have it going out to a number of school districts already. Um, there's a ton of stuff. Um, follow on like I said, follow me on social, um, at Ryan Falk. We've got a lot of um, information and videos out about it. We did some marketing. Um, we did a doodly video just kind of telling what we're doing, what it's about, how it works, what it protects. And I tried to make it as non-technical as I can because the technical conversation um, is not what's important anymore, right? Before it was a technical holdback and a cost holdback, where now it's cost-effective and we can do it completely as a service so the technical pieces does not fall on the organization. So, uh, you know, got four seconds, three seconds, and I got to take a break. I'll be back in a second. All right, trying out this recording. It's going to be easier. I'm not going to be limited by the five-minute warning on the Anchor app. So, um afternoon here finishing up the day actually sitting at my desk doing some crm work and the stuff that the salespeople all love updating the system i'm um, getting a bunch of emails out there is a um 
a big conference coming up here in Columbus, uh, the second week in November. Um, OSBA, which is the Ohio School Board Association, has their big capital conference that week. So a bunch of school board members, superintendents, treasurers, all kind of coming into Columbus, and we're prepping some outgoing material for that. Uh, we don't have a booth. We kind of, um, this is something I'm kind of a fan of. We ditched the booth model a while ago. Um, I don't like being tied down to a certain area and waiting for people to come up and find it. We found it's uh, a lot easier to join a session and learn while we're there um, and then catch up with people while we're walking around or in the hallways or for breakfast, lunch, or dinner uh, after the event. Uh, seems like it just works a lot better uh, across the board. So um, it's kind of, it's different. I mean, there's still, you know, the old stalwarts are always going to have their booth with their uh, backgrounds and handouts and all that stuff. And I just don't, I think in today's day and age, I meet just as many people on Twitter on Instagram, on Facebook, um, and meetups and, and stuff like that. We'll get a lot more done, a lot more people met and a lot more handshaking and, and, and things talked about doing that as opposed to just standing in a booth with a marketing handout. All that being said, we still do marketing handouts, right? We still do the marketing things we have to do. Um, it's just a change, right? I think it's it's a change for us. So we'll see. It's going to be my first one with Epiphany. I think it's going to be like my fifth OSBA conference overall. Um, so it should be fun, you know, seeing familiar faces. I've got a targeted list of about 25 districts that I'm trying to uh, get some time with. So working on individualized kind of reach outs to uh, school board members and treasurers and superintendents for that. Um, real loose and just, I mean, I, I think we want to take it, or I specifically want to take it as an approach of just learning what people are doing. Um, I think nowadays we see a lot of salespeople um, um, just trying to push product, right? Trying to push what they do on to somebody as opposed to just listening to what's going on. I've got more customers where my product won't fit and it's not a good idea versus ones where it is a good idea, which is weird for a salesperson to say. And I even laugh at myself when I say it, but it's true. And I'm, if, if I waste my time from a sales standpoint, um, calling on someone that's never going to buy, that's just as bad as, as going through a sales process and losing on a deal. Um, if not worse, right? Because then we can't move on to the next thing and, um, attack the next opportunity. So, um, stay tuned. I mean, I'm probably going to be doing some anchor stuff from the OSBA, meeting with people, hopefully do maybe do some interviews and do some cool stuff. Um, just trying to expand what we do on, on different platforms we use. I think I was laughing, um, and who knows, I might be listening to this, but we were talking about doing a podcast internally, and um, we wanted to, we had an all-company meeting, and we wanted to talk about how we're going to do that podcast uh, kind of going forward. And the comment was made as part of our academic group, you know, hey, you know, I don't think we have the setup or the time to do any of that, so let's not announce it because, you know, I don't want to, you know, put our feet to the fire on something we're not going to perform, we're not going to, we're not going to do. So I was thinking about that when I was eating lunch today that I have now basically <laughs> just in my ramblings, um, we're going to post this entire day's kind of talking points as an episode and, and put it out as a podcast. Right. And I'm going to refine this. We're going to get better. We're going to do better material. Um, but this is going to be saved out there forever. And I'm going to go back and look on this, you know, at 3.42 p.m. on October 25th and say, man, that was the worst podcast that Ryan's ever done. Um, but he got better from there. So that's kind of the goal, right? 
And you know, it kind of ties back into that marketing thing, right? Changing the way we do things and p- exposing ourselves, putting ourselves out there, just doing what we feel is right. I feel like if we keep, and I say we from a epiphany standpoint, if we keep promoting ourselves, if we keep having conversations with the people, keep be- trying to become influencers in the K-12 market um, and the public sector market when it comes to the other things we do, which will be another uh, another talk for another day, um, we will be seen as leaders and we will be seen as people that um, that customers need to work with as opposed to, you know, are forced to work with, um, if that makes sense. So it's um, kind of my thoughts for today. Uh, what else? Oh, I picked up um, a shout out to uh, DRock, one of Gary V's videographers who loves using Adobe Premiere Pro. And for like nine months, uh, I've been using my wife's, um, teacher email to uh to use adobe and download all the adobe programs so i've decided that i'm going to teach myself how to use adobe premiere pro not only for the work stuff but i've got a um i've got a gopro obviously we can take all kinds of video on iphones and everything else now but i want to do some cool videos of the kids um and i kind of feel like you know going beyond the uh the imovie uh application is kind of the way to do that so Got a Premiere Pro book, kind of teach myself how to do it. You know, always learning and trying to make myself better. Um, we'll see where it goes. Maybe I'll just start doing vlogs too, and we'll just, we'll just record audio and then post audio while we're posting the video. Ah, who knows? We'll see. We'll see where all this goes. So uh, I'm gonna go finish up some emails. Um, try to meet some more people, get some more time scheduled. Fun evening ahead. Um, if you follow me on Instagram at Ryan Falk or Twitter at Ryan Falk, um, we'll have, we have swim lessons tonight, which, um, you will see either goes awesome and we've got three kids who love it and have a great time or, uh, either 33 or 66% of them hate it. It kind of depends. It's usually the two older ones who walk out screaming and crying and are like, what the hell did you just make us do, uh, for the past half an hour? But, um, it's always fun. And then my son, my uh, I keep calling him eight years old because I've turned the page on that in the, the past month. He's not eight till uh, the 16th of November. But uh, he was asked to be the ball boy at a, uh, a state tournament game for Gahanna Lincoln High School uh, for the soccer team. So I'm going to go be that dad in brave 40-degree weather so he can run around and chase uh, balls to get out of bounds and, and help him get the ball back in. So he's all fired up about that. Gets to wear his uh, Gahanna Soccer Association jersey. Um, his Portland Timber jersey, which is just a you know, soccer association jersey. Um, so it should be fun. Hopefully, uh, Gahanna wins and he's not upset by that. And uh, we'll see where it goes. So, uh, a lot of fun stuff for the kids tonight. Uh, stay tuned for some photos and Instagram stories and a lot of fun stuff. So, that's all I got for today. I may throw some more stuff in there before the end of the day, but if not, I'll publish this thing and this will be podcast number one. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining. Call in, email, text, phone, uh, however you want to get a hold of me. Uh, email, I've never given out my email. It's uh, ryan.falk at gmail.com. That's F A L K. Or it's rfalk at epiphanymgmt.com. So it's E P I P H A N Y M G M T.com. And epiphanymgmt is our, uh, our website as well if you want to check out what we do here in the state of Ohio. And uh, that's it for the ramblings today. I appreciate you guys uh, listening and tuning in. 
and uh, stay tuned. We'll keep uh, we'll keep publishing content and and uh, see where we go. Thanks, guys.